Green Bay is a small town, only 100,000 people. Those 100,000 people may be different in many ways, but there's one thing that brings them all together. The Green Bay Packers. In Titletown, the blue-collar city only knows hard work, tailgating, championships, but more importantly, they know family. We have a saying in this town, faith, family, and the Green Bay Packers are all that you need. Sanjay and I grew up in Green Bay. You could say that we are Green Bay, or even better, the voices of Green Bay. We bring a local feel of Packer fandom to a worldwide audience. Friendship, family, and football. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Freezer Podcast. where we bring you a local field pack of fandom to a worldwide audience. I'm Sanjay, alongside me, like always, is Fred and Matt. And we are live here in our home studios, brought to you by Game On Wisconsin, brought to you by Lakefront Brewery, and, of course, brought to you by Artec Ventures. And we are on a bye, and that was fun for a week, and we got to watch some Snooze Fest uh, <laughs> Super Wild Card Weekend, which I'm tired of fucking saying that name. Super lame. Yeah, Wild and card uh, it is finally playoff week, baby! Woo! Oh, all right. And, uh, <laughs> it is finally time to see the green and gold back on the field and get to see Mr. 12. May, whatever, if it's a last dance, you know, three dances, whatever you want to call it, if he's going to come out here and give me three absolutely magical, epic, fantastic, awesome games to give me the lifetime of viewing, I guess you could say, of uh, memories, then let's let's just do it. For three games. Let's do it. Let's start with this one first. Let's start with this one. San Francisco on, Saturday Jacob. night and uh <coughs> 7 p.m. uh central time in Lambeau, under the lights, in the cold, where Jensen will be. Uh it yes, is sir. gonna be off the hizzy. And uh yeah, it's boys, we're here. How do we feel, <clears throat> Fred? How are we doing? How were we feeling on a week where we know some players are coming back. We know that the game is coming back, and we know that it is now our time. Uh, playoff effing football. I won't swear yet. It's early in the show. I'm going to swear. I know. I'm sorry. I already what dropped a ball game left. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. Sorry for I'm all gonna, the kids. That, yep. That's for my mom and my wife on that one. But, uh, man, it's playoff football. Like, wild weekend, right? We got to see some pretty crazy games, some pretty snooze fest games, some, you know, all over the place. But it's it's hard to go through that week and not just constantly think, what do we got coming? Who's coming to Lambeau? Are we ready? Are we prepared? And and I know Matt is chomping at the bits to let people know exactly how they should feel about this game coming up. But I gotta <laughs> be honest, man. Playoff football is is that guys? Playoff football. It's it's intense. It's a little nerve wracking. It's scary. We're here in year three now of thirteen and three. Year yep. three now of expectations through the roof. Um, I don't know if I can go through not holding up that Lombardi trophy. So as much as I'm extremely <laughs> confident, stuck. I don't want to do it again. Hey, I'm super confident. I, I think this team is fantastic. Lots of guys coming back, but I'll be, I would be lying if at my old age of 35 or 36, whatever I am. Um, <laughs> if I wasn't, I gave up counting a long time ago. Uh, if I wasn't, <laughs> if I wasn't, nervous guys i'm i'm nervous not because i'm afraid of my team but i'm nervous because playoff football is a whole different entity is, man. man and people play different things are different and we get one chance right i can't i can't use the the bullshit excuse anymore all year that i've been using which is ah week one through seven don't count if you lose whatever this <laughs> yeah. is it now <laughs> you win or you go home and i want to go home matt i you know, this past weekend got me like, I don't even know, extra, extra hype for the playoffs. I mean, like normally, you know, I'm kind of like slide into the, uh, you know, wildcard weekend, kind of take it on. But I'm just like, get me to the, get me the divisional run. I'm ready to right. go. I'm ready to run through a wall. Like, like I'm glad it's waiting. Saturday. Let's just get this yeah, shit over with. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? And this is what we've been waiting for, guys. Like, you know, 
I don't want to say the regular season was arbitrary, but we knew they'd be in the playoffs, and it was all about what they can do when they get to the playoffs. And now we're here. We've arrived. We know who's coming to Lambeau. We know what day and time it's going to go down. Now all we got to do is play the game. Um, and I'm excited to go to the game. You know, I'm, I'm glad to get to represent the show. I guess one of us schmucks got to be there to, uh, you know, cheer on, cheer on the boys. Hey, but, guys, I am this way too excited. Way too excited to be for this game. Way too excited. Not even, not even, not even admittance of a little bit of nervousness, a little bit of fear. I mean, I know not fear of the fact we're not good enough. He but cowers I mean, behind I mean, the you, phone, man. He cowers. There ain't no way. I'll guarantee you, Matthew Jensen, that you will wake up on Saturday he will. He will. and you'll be pacing the extra a couple extra beers in the old hatch maybe that day. I, I mean, it's I I would have been wireless. He's gonna message us. He's gonna like get us <laughs> in the chat. He'll be like, yo, boys, they just scored the first drive. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> I won't rule it out. Happens. Okay. You guys know me too well. I'm way too emotional when it comes to the games. Of course, I'm human. You know, I do think uh there's there obviously is. things you're concerned about, but you know what? I I I think maybe I've been too hurt too often to to care anymore. I feel like I'm just gonna go reckless. I might go shirtless like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at the Bills game, just go off screaming and if yelling. You're going hair, shirtless, hairy that means chest you're not and all. watching the game. You're gonna be like with Fred again, and you're gonna have like one, one, one too many, uh, one too many, uh, yeah, whiskey cokes. But uh, <laughs> well, no. All right, hey, before we get going, we like I said, we had a giveaway. Uh, it's some good stuff here uh, from our friends at Lakefront Brewery. Uh, we got an awesome fifty dollars gift card. We also have two tours two like tour passes i guess uh for the tour the brewery tour um for you and Free, but- another awesome person to you know go on um at lakefront brewery which is an awesome place so uh yeah exactly it, it's a fist pump uh from 12 and it's a fist pump from never us. gets old man so we have a couple questions we're gonna throw out there our boy Strauss in the back is going to check it out. He's going to f- see who's answering what. And at the end of the show, we're going to see who gets them all correct. I get it. You're probably going to Google. And that's fine. I mean, it's 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 the it's the weak way out. If you know it, you know it. But I get it. We can't see you, you know, looking on Google or on your phone. Uh, but just get your answers in as quick as possible. Uh, and we'll have Strauss is going to do all the work for us. You know, we got to put him to work. He just sits around, you know, and teaches all day. So he doesn't do anything, you know? So, uh, (laughs) and we just have to put, uh, at least the total amount of questions, uh, correct will be the one that wins the, uh, the giveaway and we'll get your information, uh, at the end of the show. So please hit up Strauss or we'll find a way to hit up you, uh, through Twitter or through Facebook or whatever it may be to get your information and we'll send you your stuff. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and Todd, yeah, exactly. Todd's going to win this. If Todd wins this, we got a problem (laughs) because he wouldn't want him sending it to himself. So (laughs) let's, uh, let's get these questions out there real quick. Uh, I don't think we have them available, so I'll make sure I read it slowly. Uh, maybe we can get a graphic of it. It's fine. D- we d- don't. D- today, Junior. Bro. All right. Yo, just trying to get this thing out here. Okay. Number one, question one. In 2019, Blake Martinez, uh, a linebacker that we used to have. Now we have a better one. Uh, just the second player to lead the Packers in tackles for the third consecutive season. Since the club began track, uh, tracking tackles in 1975, mind you, uh, who was the first per, uh, who was the first player to do it? All right, so who is the first player to get consecutive seasons with you know or lead the Packers in in tackles in consecutive? Seasons? I wouldn't even know what to Google after listening to that. I wouldn't know what to Google based on. <laughs> okay, literally the question is: What player in Packer history did it first? Who led the team in tackles in consecutive years? Okay, thank you. That was Jeez. much better. That All right, good. Matt. I, that I was good. Put him on mute. Or you just, <laughs> okay. Before, okay. Question number two. Before Devonte Adams in 2017 and 2019, who was the last Packer wide receiver? All right, to make the Pro Bowl three years in a row. All right, three years. I don't know how much more simple I could have made that question. Uh, and then third, who was? Okay, I can't see the question. All right. Who was the one player in Packers history entering 2020 to catch a 99-yard touchdown pass? All right. Who is the who is the one player? It's only one. All right. One player that caught a 99-yard touchdown pass. Who is it? And the last question. All right. There's four of them. Who holds the Packers record of 18 touchdown catches in a season? All right. Who's got it? 
Who's got the record of 18 touchdown catches in a season? That's your questions. If you need a <laughs> refresher, I don't know. Just I hope you wrote it down because that's all I got for you. I mean, I guess I could say it one more time at the break, maybe. I doubt it. So those are your questions. You got last player to have consecutive seasons with the most tackles of the Packers. Crabtree. You have the uh, who made three consecutive Pro Bowls uh, as a wide receiver. You also have who has the 99-yard touchdown pass. And then you have who has 18 touchdown catches. Who's the last player to do that? There you go. Jacob, I've logged too many miles with this hat. I don't know if I could part with it. I think it's like now it's like, you know, like invaluable to me. Knowing that you want it so bad, you know, maybe I'll just you have to make me an offer I can't refuse. Bro, we don't need your shirt off. I'm just going to be. I'm just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, let's talk football. We're done with all that stuff. It was wild card weekend, super wild card weekend. It was super boring. Uh, we had a couple games in there that were pretty interesting. I'll start real quick with the Bengals and the Raiders because that was probably the start of, you know, and we're like, oh, is this what's going to be? We're going to have a little bit of interesting playoffs. I like it. I like it. And, uh, boys, it was a fun one. We got to see uh, Burrow just, you know, dominate. Well, kind of dominate, not really. But, like, we got to see him, you know, showcase his abilities in the playoffs for the first time against – Derek Carr, who had his first appearance in the playoffs because uh, obviously he was out in 2016. So, Fred, your thoughts real quick on the uh, the mishap by the refs uh, that clearly just got them bounced out of the playoffs. They just were like, yo, your crew out. Bogart and crew, you out. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, in general, with the Bulls and Fred, we lost you. Fred, Fred, we got some audio. Audio. Difficulty. Well, let me we'll jump on yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Matt. You do it real quick. Fred's gonna figure that out. Don't worry, Fred. We got you. Matt, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I love Joe Burrow. By the way, I love what they're doing uh, on offense there, and you I guess Fred? defense for that for that matter. Fred, are you are you good? Let's hear it. I'll just keep talking. Am I good? Um, yeah. There you go. I had that. I heard that. Yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to start with, am I still good? You're looking at you're, me weird. You're like a delay. I think you but... should check if it's coming out of your headphones or if you're getting, you're using your microphone. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. But go ahead. to go back to, to the, the whole play with the referees, I mean, you know, it was early enough in the game where I thought the Raiders, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I watched a lot of football this weekend that it happened early enough in the game where they should have been able to overcome that. Right. Right. Um, but there's a cool story for Oakland to get in. I mean, surprisingly that ended up being like the second most entertaining game of the, of the, of the right. weekend so far. I mean, I didn't think that was going to be the case, but you have to love what, what Cincinnati's doing um, with that team there, man. And I love the fact that, you know, I grew up, we all grew up sort of with the same, I don't know, handful of teams kind of, you know, doing the majority of the winning in the regular season and the postseason. Now you have some of these other teams who've been kind of, you know, struggling the last 20, 30 years, kind of finally breaking through, you know, Cincinnati, honest, Tennessee, Oakland. Exactly. <laughs> uh, these teams kind of coming up. So those are the Bills. I mean, I'm rooting for these teams to, to kind of keep it going. So I love what I saw from live, the Bengals, man. and I think live. that they have a, a true future there. Uh, they're building something in, in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, and I think just a uh, – and, Fred, I hope we're good now. Uh, we uh, we look at this game, and you're like, okay, cool. Two franchises that we haven't seen – the Raiders went through all the bullshit that they just went through all year long. I don't know how a team can stay together. Great job with uh, Mr. Uh, Mustachia. I forgot what his uh, his actual name is. Biscaccia? Biscotti? Uh, the, like, I don't even that. know. Biscotti. I don't know. Biscotti. <laughs> Whatever. So, whatever his name is, I uh, did a great job keeping that thing afloat and getting him into the playoffs, obviously. Um, but yeah, the Bengals, man, what a cool story. I, I messaged you guys when, you know, we're sending the video of them doing the who day chat. It, chant. It's just, it's super cool to see that in sports because you know what? That's what we need. I mean, I know in Duval, they're hoping to maybe get like that winning season like they did back in 2017, I think it was 2018. So they're looking for that as well. That magic to kind of get them back into it. But you look at the Bengals, it's just, it's just awesome for sports. Awesome for football. That fact that this team that's not going to play in Cincinnati again, right? They're, they're done. That was it. One playoff game. That's it. But they haven't won. What is it, Fred? 30 years? Whatever is it? 1990? 31. So Yeah, no, and I think I think yeah, it's it's crazy to think that like nobody was ever able to text like that that, yes. that whole thing. Yeah. Saying that. And I thought that was such a trip to think about. And I, I also hope that with I also hope with their win that 
you know, maybe they decide to get an indoor facility, uh, practice facility, because they've been, you know, playing <laughs> yeah. it on a an outdoor high school thing. But to kind of echo what I was going to, what I was trying to say before, before I was so unweirdly muted, oh, robot. Um, was, you know, I, I love Burrow. I think what he's doing, I mean, I, I never thought he'd be able to come in there and kind of do what he's done with the swagger. He's done it, but my gosh, I don't think anyone in America could not love what he's done. Love the fact that he was a walk-on going into Ohio State, then went like just this Transfer. whole story is super gnarly. It's super makes great. me want to put a football. cigar in my mouth. Yeah, it's a, it's just a good football story, right? Like the the battle through it. I mean, there was that <clears> one point where, you know, they had a, uh, you know, some serious talent at Ohio State, and for him to have to make that move and did what right. he did, it just it's really cool. So, uh, Burrow's a big deal. The other thing I wanted to touch on was I'm a big Derek Carr fan, right? And it's kind of an yeah. uncool thing. Nobody likes Derek Carr. Everyone I wants like to like question the thought process behind having Derek Carr and they all think that he's like not good right he's not worth it he's not legitimate enough he's a starting quarterback but is he really that great he's not good enough to obviously win a playoff game they say well let's not forget that he was like MVP front runner before he got hurt that one year 2017 I believe um or 18 and and was honestly they were one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs and that completely changed everything And then you just look at all the, the yeah, all the adversity that they went through. You mentioned it with uh, the coaching staff, Henry Ruggs, you know, a few other players getting in trouble and the way that he's handled it, right? The way that he's like went out basically and said, Hey, people, these guys need love. These guys need support. They don't, you know, that to me was so huge. And I thought was a really cool um, aspect to it. And the other thing I want to talk about with him is, people want to hate on the fact that he did like who the hell's on the Raiders offense. Like Waller is, is, is incredible, he's, right? Like he's, there's no, he's, he's pretty quiet in that game. Very <laughs> great, but super quiet. They don't have good receivers. I don't care what anyone says, <clears> even <throat> with Henry Ruggs, uh, Josh Jacobs, super good, but not enough. I mean, right. offensive line issues. There's just, there's just not a lot of talent. So when people want to like hate on him, I'm like, well, come on, the guy's kind of got a shit pie of a team here. So I think that, you know, I, I hope, I don't know what his future is. I don't know if it's with the Raiders. I don't know if he gets another chance, but I will say, um, you know, and, and you're right, Gebert. I mean, he might end up in that same category of extremely talented quarterback who just ends up on a crappy situation. But that was a really fun game. And it was one of the two, um, probably the only one I will actually say out of the playoffs that I was like, I'm cool with whoever wins this game. Absolutely. I don't really have like a, I don't, I'm not going to be mad. Whereas like with Dallas and San Fran, you know, I was hoping like a tornado would go through or something, but <laughs> I, that one was the one that I didn't care. Like I was like, I like both these guys. I can get down. Yeah. I want to real, real quick. I just want to say the cool thing about Derek Carr is he's lived under the shadow of a David Carr and what happened with him in Houston, taking yeah. a franchise that nobody really knew what was going to happen. And, not, and, and the same thing with Derek Carr, taking a franchise that's been in the dumps and yeah. just been searching for that quarterback. And finally, they have something, some sort of like, you know, idea of a quarterback. He's not amazing, obviously, but he's at least given him consistency when healthy. And he put the team on his back. He's been so supportive. He's been supportive of anybody that's been there. And, you know, when they're gone, he's still supportive. And, they've, and that's and they've had they've had some pretty decent draft classes. I mean, obviously, the Henry Ruggs thing is a huge blemish. The Amari Cooper. I mean, they're offensive like, lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, even just recently, like some of their sure. defensive line, defensive uh, backs, uh, Josh Jacobs, offensive line. I mean, they've, you know, Gruden's actually and Mayock, who now just got fired, but they've actually put together some decent, good uh, drafts that I think we're going to set them up to be kind of dangerous, you know, and it wouldn't surprise me. I know we're going to I don't want to jump the gun here, but, you know, if we are unable to bring back certain people, it wouldn't shock me if 17 ends up back with his old teammate. Real Ooh, quick, I want to add on top of this. We don't want to spend too much time on these guys, but uh, yeah, sorry. As just a reminder to Packer fans, imagine <laughs> the Bengals, they haven't <clears throat> won a playoff game in 31 years, and we're over here crying about losing NFC championship games and this and that. They haven't <laughs> hey. won a game in 31 years, and the hype around that is amazing. I mean, really, when we make the playoffs, I don't even. I, this sounds stupid, but I'm like, okay, whatever. We always do make the playoffs. I care about what we do in the playoffs. Just, I remember what it was like to get excited just to get in the playoffs. I, I, I remind yourself. Well, yeah, that's that, the expectation. We're lucky. Though, We're lucky. Right? It's Super yeah. Bowl or bust for us. Yeah. yeah. And I'll echo that, man, because you're so right. Like we we've completely lost our sight when it comes to that. And it's a great thing. It's an absolute privilege, yeah. luxury that we have. But I can I can vividly. I mean, I have 
I've, I'm older. I've gone through a lot. I've partied a lot, but there's a pig few pen. memories that that stick. Yeah, pig pen for life, baby. Uh, there's well, a few memories that stick absolutely 100% vividly in my mind. And me on uh, at the NFC Championship game against the Carolina Panthers with my entire family and the same role, sobbing when we went to that, when we got the berth to go to the Super Bowl because they had waited themselves 30 right. years since the 67. And now we're into the Super Bowl 96, 97. My family sobbing, and I was, um, I was 10, 10 or eleven years old, and I just remember being like, "All right, guys, what's going yeah, on?" Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't understand at the time, but I mean, since that moment, right? I've basically like had what, like maybe three or four seasons where we didn't make the playoffs, you know. Yeah, whereas right. our parents had gone through it, so it's definitely something that you have to consider, and it's it's something that I don't want to take for granted. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Nice. All right, uh, real quick before we uh, check out. All the other uh, uh, games from the wildcard weekend. Remember, the featured podcast, definitely. We have some sponsors here. Uh, we are brought to you by Our Tech Ventures. So check this out. The featured podcast is brought to you by Our Tech Ventures. The goal at Our Tech Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Our Tech Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond our tech ventures. I love That's what you did there. Cold <laughs> handshake between the floor. Hey, <laughs> shout great. out to Fred for making that video because that, that's an update. I like it. I like it. All right. Just wanted uh, to remind you guys. Just wanted yeah, to remind you. Yeah, yeah. We got to remind the world. All right. Uh, I don't really want to shed light on the Bills game. It was a blowout. We saw Mac Jones. We saw Bill Belichick absolutely get you know destroyed by uh, Josh Allen. And I honestly believe he has not figured him out. Um, he's had, I think it's been five games against him and he's averaged 300 yards passing on him. So clearly there's something in there in the juice in Buffalo that's happening. Huge thing for the Buffalo Bills to get that big victory. Obviously their sights are obviously on a Super Bowl at this point with their quarterback. Um, I'll let you guys real quick shed on that. Obviously big win for them. Big, nice interception from Micah Hyde. Former absolutely incredible my absolutely incredible interception by Micah Hyde. Uh <laughs> one of the most beautiful ones I've ever seen. I just told me a pack. I freaking <laughs> yeah. I I saw I saw everyone on Twitter you being should. like, gosh, we should have never let him go. And it's like, yeah, well, okay, bro. But he, like, wasn't that yeah. great? Wrong like, situation. Wrong situation. People, like hindsight's really cool. Um, but I get you. I understand you, Matt. Don't get all mad. Um uh, I would Sanchez say man, though, man, I dude, the Bills, the Bills, although up and down. They are without a doubt my favorite team to watch in the NFL besides the Green Bay Packers. I absolutely love that defense. There's a few players on it that just get me hyped. I love uh, the offense. Josh Allen, I, I couldn't have been more wrong in my assessment of Josh Allen coming out of college. I thought he was he was literally just going to be a Flacco-esque type player. Um, <laughs> he is absolutely nice, nice dynamic. Yeah, not, absolutely dynamic and and. And great, and he's got that BD energy, man. When it comes to going against Bill, right? Like most people are terrified. I'm terrified when I talk about Bill Belichick because I don't know what he's going to do to me. Josh Allen doesn't have that. Josh Allen yeah, walks man. right into those games, and it's like, whatever, dude. And that to me is like, like fangirl. Like I'm like, dude, that dude is awesome. But well, I, the thing is, is like they're just they're they're really fun to watch. I love the uniforms. I love Bills Nation. I love Buffalo. I love everything about it. So I'm super jacked for them, and I hope they make a run. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have nothing to add to that. I mean, everything, everything Fred just said. I hate doing this all the time, but it's like he's got a little farve in him. He's just got that show up, got yeah, that swagger. I'm gonna come in him. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you straight up. So I appreciate yeah. what the Bills are doing. And like I, like I said that. before, I love these newer teams coming up and and uh, you know reestablishing themselves. And who doesn't like a fan base that you know? jumps on tables i mean that I, it's yeah, funny yeah. to watch it like well, some of the or throws ones throws really big uh bill bill bulls in the uh in the old field yeah there. yeah a little rubberized toys making their way into the into the end zone <laughs> did you not see that i remember that yes okay i was like I, yeah at first i'm like i know why he was looking at us weird man because he's said, like you talk about bilbo baggins we told us lord yeah, of the rings yeah and I, I i got it though i got it all right yeah, uh, yeah let's move on to the game that obviously matters the most it's the well actually i guess we pittsburgh steelers and the kansas city chiefs <laughs> the tampa bay buccaneers and the eagles where they just oh, got yeah. absolutely trounced and jalen hurts looks like he shouldn't have been drafted can you can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine like have you seen have you guys seen and i wish i would have pulled this up i totally failed 
but have you guys seen the video of the front office of Minnesota when they find out that Philadelphia takes Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager, yeah, and the, and the Minnesota front office laughs and goes, "Oh my yeah. God, call Justin Jefferson now!" Because they were so convinced that Philly would take Justin Jefferson that they were looking at like an offensive lineman, I think, or something weird like I, that. I didn't. See and that. all of a sudden, awesome. Philly comes through and they're like, "Philadelphia selects Jalen." Damn Rager. you, Philadelphia! And Minnesota's like, "What about you, idiot?" Okay, yeah, like, okay, we'll take him. And so yeah, that happens. You have to wonder, like. Man, they got to be th- like, because Jalen Rager, like, I actually liked him. I thought he was uh, going to have some some talent. But, man, oh, man, did he have some big miscues in that game. Add it to the list of receivers that we thought Packers probably try, you know, try to get. Right. Debo. Hey, I always have a couple of these guys. Debo, yeah. Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. So uh, the that game was a that blowout. We obviously yeah. – I, I thought maybe they you know put up a little fight they didn't so move on couple big couple big injuries though to the offensive line for yeah. example I want to mention that yeah, we're down yeah and then Tristan Jensen Wirth. too Tristan, but yeah. I think Jensen came back he in came but back those in. those are He's two things that I He's think yeah, warrior those are redheaded Jensen scary dude. <laughs> that dude looks so terrifying He's Scottish but Jensen yep that um there's definitely you know there's some concern there and they already have a lot of injuries so uh, watching that you know there's gives me a little bit more of uh, a hope if we have to run into yeah the, that that team can be had they did punt it's not like the the philly philly just let you know the kansas city chiefs come into town you know like yeah they, that and we'll get that one out of the way real quick too steelers chiefs patrick mahomes showing that he's patrick mahomes on a team that's just absolutely just tj watt and maybe uh, Fitzpatrick, but well, uh, well, let's just go ahead and say it. The seven seeds are bullshit. They don't need that. They don't need them. They don't you. enhance. They don't enhance the playoffs. The, the Chiefs should have been in a bye week. The Buccaneers should have been in a bye week. That's it. The seven seed. Wow, we were so entertained. But they had different versions of a bye week. I guess they had to play a team where they can just roll over by you know win by a couple of touchdowns. It was just greed it's, on the NFL's part. Stupid. It's probably you know what you're right, and and I think in this year especially it shows that it was stupid. But I do believe that there will be a few years in the in that mix that probably we have a couple seven seeds that come in that are baller. I mean, think of think of some of the years we've had in the past where it, we've had guys that haven't made the playoffs that were ten and six and were solid teams. Yeah, I mean, there's always if, that kind of option. Think about this: if the if yeah. the if the Seahawks had won like nine games, the entire NFC West could have made the playoffs. Like that's how ridiculous. I know. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> hate. I, I don't hate the fact that if you don't, because I didn't like the seventeen or. The 17 or sorry, 18 game or 18 weeks. Obviously, I said either scratch that out, add a, a eight team to the playoff, have your two buys still, and let yeah. them duke it out. Like have more playoffs where it's more meaningful football instead of the week 18. Just, I, I, I mean, mean no matter NFL, what, yeah, I agree. They had it right. It's like it's such yeah, an exclusive have right playoff. Yeah. Yeah, it's an exclusive thing, and I don't want to dumb it down. Yeah, I don't want to be the NBA. The NBA, we got teams that are ten games underwater making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, Imagine so <laughs> that game is done. The Steelers game is done. Big Ben is done. We'll get him out. You know, we don't have to keep saying Robinson. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, you know, five. See figure you know, out a name. Miss that guy. Um, so raper. No, <laughs> that's why I right, said it. His last name that everybody likes to say, but that is uh, that's those games. But the game that matters the most. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. We'll hit that up wow. when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Freezer Podcast. We'll be back. The Freezer Podcast is brought to you by Lakefront Brewery. Lakefront Brewery is one of Wisconsin's largest crafter breweries. Since its founding in 1987 by brothers Russ and Jim Cleish, Lakefront has earned numerous awards and created many industry firsts. Currently, Lakefront Brewery offers more than 20 different beers in 30 different states and several countries. Lakefront Brewery tours are among the most popular in the United States, with over 100,000 taking the tour yearly. Unlike most brewery tours, Lakefront was one of the first to offer beer before, during, and after the tour. Brewing flavorful, high-quality craft beer has been their passion for over 30 years. They'd love to tell you their story over a pint and a tour the next time you're in Milwaukee. Visit lakefrontbrewery.com to schedule your tour today. Ah, yes. We're, we're minutes away until we give our giveaway. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, hopefully you guys still uh, are trying to answer the question. Uh, yeah, I know. I suck. Dad, dad, yeah, no, dad mode. Um, You know where to find us. Obviously, this is the Freezer Podcast. You can find us through the Sweep Studios on Facebook, on Instagram, through Twitter, all over there. Game <clears throat> on Wisconsin, you can find us as well. What? What did I do? What did I say? 
You didn't say anything. You're good. Oh, I you just was snickering. So I was like, oh, did I say something stupid? I just right. throwing you a wrench, dude. See how you do. I'm just making sure oh, you're good. Okay. <laughs> all right. You can find us on Game on Wisconsin. Find us through all your major uh, social media uh, apps, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything under the sun, YouTube. And uh, follow us on our show. We're here every se- uh, 7 o'clock on a Monday night. I know the Monday night game is about to start here in a second. So uh, thank you so much for sticking around here oh, for 30 minutes. Oh, it started, minutes. sir. It started. There we go. So it's <laughs> just stick around. 30 minutes. We already know who we're playing. You guys can stick it around because we're cool and we're awesome. You're going to want to. Yeah, you're yeah. going to want to. Trust oh, well, otherwise, we'll send Strauss at your house, all right? So, in a white beater. In- <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Cowboys and 49ers. The, the How nostalg- about that, Cowboys? <laughs> the nostalgic matchup that we've been missing for so many years. And the two teams have had like four or five Super Bowls. Ah, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, <laughs> well, guess what? One team came ahead and one team just looked ap- absolutely stupid. And we can all bet which team looks stupid. It was a Mike McCarthy-led team. So, uh, boys, it was a crazy game, I I will say, in the sense of a lot of head-scratching moments, a lot of what? And a lot of, they did this? Like, just a lot of just question mark plays. Even the winning team had question mark plays. Just, I don't understand how you don't just win the game, how they're supposed to win the game. You got a lot of boneheaded plays by certain players, you know, and getting a lot of penalties, and then... You look at the one thing that everybody wants to look at. It's Dak Prescott versus Jimmy G, and someone took a you know someone went over a guy that's making 129 mil, um, and a guy that just ended up you know costing him, uh, costing the team by Jimmy G, the luckiest play. guy ever. He like, might be. He man. he honestly might be. But uh, Fred, your thoughts at least. We'll we'll hit up. I'm gonna hit Mike or Mike Matt on the Mike McCarthy angle. I want to get your take on Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, a lot of, you know, talk about, you know, the big contract, you know, them keeping him long-term. Obviously, you know, it's hard to find a good quarterback. He, he's clearly a talented quarterback. But your yeah. thoughts about him in the playoffs, him in this situation, in this game, there's a lot of miscue throws, a lot of throws in the dirt. It just was not accurate. You have all these weapons around you. Your thoughts on Dak? Um, yeah, I, I good quarterback. Okay, good quarterback. Uh, I've thought he's progressed a lot uh, since the injury. I thought he had a good season this year. I thought we saw some good things from him. However, when it seemed to get um, squared up, right, when he's had to square up with the defense or square up with somebody else, it just seemed like he couldn't quite overcome that hump. He seems to kind of change his play style. He seems to be a little antsier. Um, The thing that I I thought, too, was he – um, against the San Francisco defense, you know, going through too many reads, right? Like, like looking for a second, third read, trying to find that big play, very, and I'm not going to step on your toes too much with McCarthy, but very McCarthy-esque in the sense of not just getting the ball out, not making smart plays, underutilizing some of the easier throws he probably should have taken. It just felt rushed. It felt like he wasn't confident and that he was always looking for something to try to bounce or to try to booster himself when I don't think he ever had to do that. And I think that was San Francisco coming out of the gate right out. That first drive was phenomenal by San Francisco. It was damn near textbook good. And I think that put the fear of God into like, Dak, you saw him on the sideline and he, you know, he, he played off though. Okay, let's go. But it was like, I think he realized like, oh, I'm going to have to ball out every single drive, no mistakes. And when you do that with some guys, they just can't handle it, right? The idea of un, not of having a mistakeless game is very overwhelming for some quarterbacks. And I think what we're going to see with Dak, and this Cowboys team is going to be different next year, but I think what we're going to see with Dak uh, all in all is, is he's probably going to have a few more failures. You know, he might win a playoff game and then lose a divisional round or, you know, lose NFC. Like, he's going to go up and down. I don't know uh, if he'll ever get to that point of a Super Bowl. And if he does, I, I, it could be one of those, like, when he's 34, 35. I just don't know if he's ready yet. Okay, Matt, let's switch the side. I like what I just heard from Fred. So, Mike McCarthy, we're all pretty familiar with him. Uh, we are familiar with his miscues as a head coach, maybe with some of the faults of why he was not our head coach anymore. Um, and we look at what he was, you know, brought in for, right? Uh, experience, uh, the fact of winning in his stadium, the fact that he's done it before at a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones really liked this guy, and he's an offensive mind, right? But he's not play calling. 
He's obviously giving the okay on play calls, like that obviously meant at the last play of the game. But Mike, or I keep calling you Mike. Jeez, I, I know we're talking about Mike. Matt, <laughs> Coach McCarthy, we've seen everything that we have seen probably out of this guy, and yet he's he's in the biggest stage again on a different team. A, in, in, in all honesty, probably a bigger scale team. I mean, I, no disrespect to the Packers. The Cowboys are put at this weird level of like expectation and like hype that I don't understand because they haven't won a playoff game, you know, in, you know, in ages, like, sorry, a meaningful playoff game. And, you know, here he is big Mike from Pittsburgh uh, and he can't get it done. <clears throat> Yeah, it's kind of like a classic McCarthy playoff loss. I mean, the team came out with absolutely no energy. I remember talking to my dad before. The, the, the Niners came out with that big-ass boombox, and they were, like, jamming on the way out to the field. Did you guys see that? The huge boombox yeah. of the guy? Yeah. I mean, they were ready to go, and then they panned to the Cowboys, and they are walking out to the field, like, lifeless. So I'm like, uh-oh, that, that's not a good sign. And yeah, then as the game started to unfold, you know, you had 14 penalties. You had a slew of really bad play calling, sloppy play disjointed stuff people not look like they know what they're doing so you know all in all i mean the cowboys basically had to deal with what the packers had to deal with for so many years which was just you look great time in the regular management. season you get time management exactly i mean yeah, they man. killed them again you know and it's like at the end like that scramble play up the middle if you had five more seconds on the clock not honestly it's not a bad play you get yourself and up to the 20 and you yeah. give yourself a shot but you you had to have that go off perfectly and there's way too many moving parts to have that just line up perfectly and it bit him in the ass and now they're going to spend the entire offseason kind of wishing they had thrown two Hail Marys in the 50. Well and yeah, you know what the uh, problem is too is the problem is that the Dallas Cowboys fans especially which I mean listen I'm not trying to say they're anything special because gosh knows they aren't but that's what they're going to hang their hat on right it's Des didn't catch it it's that the ref oh, got in the way yeah. it's always somebody's fault and it's like no, maybe you guys just aren't good enough, right? How about like, CeeDee Lamb having just, one catch? One catch the whole game. One catch. Can you imagine was, Devonta Adams having one catch in a playoff game? No way. CeeDee Lamb was completely not available, and that was ridiculous. And my, I, I kept saying to Ethan as I was watching, I was like, get him the ball. Same with, like, and the Devontae Cooper. Smith with the Eagles. Like, why are you not getting yeah. these guys the ball? Like, obviously, your, your, your scheme, your plan, your game plan – is not working. Time to switch it up. Put it in your playmakers. At least if no. you lose, you can say, and, "Hey, we put it in the right hands," and it just didn't happen. And the, the Niners also, aren't known for their DBs, that's for sure. Exactly. And the thing that I, I was, I think, most shocked with was just the, the. I don't even know. I guess I can't even say the most shocked because there was well, a the few fact they had a possession like, to win the game was yeah, unbelievable. Like, they, they, like, I can't believe they win the game. But that's the difference, I think, between like when you talk about guys who are winners and have that mentality, that smartness to understand the awareness of what you're doing, where you are, who you are, what down it is, what, how much time is left, what you need to do, what you like Aaron Rodgers is three plays ahead. Dak was living in that play. And that was where I think he made that mistake. And now, okay. Running it up the middle, right. Going the quarterback sneak route, not a terrible idea, right? They, they, they parted. It was red seas. I don't, I don't think it was a bad idea, but the wherewithal to go down a little earlier, the wherewithal yeah. to get out of the way, the wherewithal to know. He doesn't have, he doesn't okay, have I can't, I can't man. take a knee. I can't slide at four seconds left. Like, what but he's not being taught. That? Like, that's the problem too. Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, the coaching. Like, first off, True. penalties. They're the most penalized team in the NFL. That's Slap. why you lose a lot of these games. Raiders, Cardinals, this game. You lost. Because you guys are boneheads and you don't know how to correct your... They had a cornerback that had four pass interference penalties on him. Now, were two of them maybe kind of like egregious? I don't know. But the fact that your corner doesn't understand how to play the position correctly shows well, a lot about what's happening in the coaching room. In the in the, in the You know, you're absolutely right, man. And I guess I've, <laughs> I've always looked at it like we want to look at the players. But you're right. When you start to look at things that are, that are not on the field per se right. in the sense of penalties, time management, play call. I mean, yeah, you have to start looking at the coaches in that situation. Do you well, think it, Jerry Jones fires him? Probably not. I mean, no. he kept, he kept, you know, Garrett for 48 years. <laughs> yeah. My last, Go ahead. My go last ahead. thing on these guys to go back to Fred's talk about deck. He has to be better. He's getting paid buku bucks yeah. right now. You, that's why they paid you is for this game to show up and be, an elite quarterback, and I'm sorry, but he wasn't. He was the he worst was of the two yeah. on the field, and he Zeke looked like 26 yards. Like Toast. that's the other thing. These guys, like, what yeah. are you doing? Why are you not utilizing Zeke more? I mean, I'm McCarthy. not shocked because it's McCarthy. Right? I know, I get it. <laughs> right. I mean, Aaron Jones didn't touch a ball for two fucking years because McCarthy yeah. couldn't handle it. But I'm thinking, like, what? Like, 
I love the pass game, right? We all love the pass game. The pass game is sexy. It's exciting. It's it's electric. It's fun. But let's be real, right? Playoff football starts. Pass game is, is a small sublet of the actual way the game is won. The game is ultimately usually won 90% of the time by defense and running the ball. Like, Neither of the things that Dallas did, but yet have a ton of talent in. They have a lot of talent defensively, and they have arguably one of the most dynamic running backs that they never used. Like, why you wouldn't come out? That's the point, though. When San Francisco drove that ball that first drive, I think it changed. I think McCarthy or Kellen or whatever it was, they were all of a sudden like, okay, now we got to throw the ball. And it was like, no, no, no. Run the ball. Get a touchdown. Give San Fran the ball back with like a minute left in the first instead of giving it back with 11 in the first and like control the clock, control the game. Like what San Francisco does with their run game, yet they just couldn't figure it out. And I just find that so astonishing to me because be a long yeah, these coaches are really good. And and yet here we are again, the San Francisco 49ers, no disrespect to them when I say this, but they don't win games, right? They like secretly sneakily slide into these like, yeah, like, and it's a prop. It's a, it's a props. It's a credit. I mean, because good teams do this, but they don't win games. Garoppolo doesn't beat the shit out of you. Their defense doesn't necessarily dominate games because they have no corners. Uh, They're opportunistic. They they just, they know where, how they beat you. They know how to just keep pounding in your face and they outlast you. And that's something that if you're, Dallas with that offensive line, that defense line, and Ezekiel Elliott, that should have been a perfect recipe of okay, we'll do the same. And it should have been a ground and pound game. It should have been the fastest game in NFL playoff history because they should have ran the ball 86 times between both teams, but they did it. Well, Ugh. we know who we're playing, and that's the 49ers. Uh let's let's dive right into this because obviously we got 20 minutes left. We can't control what happened in the sense of, you know, the injuries for the 49ers. Obviously, there were some big ones that, you know, I, if Nick Bosa is still in that game, I don't even think Dak even has, you know, the last touchdown he has. I think he was wrecking, you know, Tyron Smith and the other Lyle Collins all day. So I, I just, I mean, that's a huge game changer for the 49ers if he's able to play or if he's not. Um, Fred Warner obviously gets hurt. He just made a post today on Twitter that, hey, sorry for the scare. You know, I'm good. So I'm sure he will play. I want him to play anyway. I want to see their best. I don't want to see anybody injured. I want to go toe-to-toe with the team that, you know, got there because of their full roster. So the 49ers come in. They show – it's the Jimmy – we've always said this about quarterbacks, right? Let Kirk Kirk. You know, let, you know, someone – just name the quarterback, and we're just like, let them beat us. And this is the same guy, Jimmy G. He's shown that he makes some very bonehead, you know – interceptions just just weird throws these overthrows these miscues and then you know uh, as far as i'm concerned that offensive line can be had as well they were getting pressure on jimmy g there was a lot of like dinking and dunking a lot of screens and that's clearly going to be the reason why a lot of packer fans that matt mentioned before that are a little bit worried that this run game this you know uh quirky you know plays these end arounds these you know this wide receiver in the background or in the backfield with debo samuel that's amazing at what he does but the fact is if you contain and if you are disciplined and you hold the edges, that kind of crap doesn't usually work, right? Like it, I mean, it works, but like, it's just not going to gash you, right? It's not going to gash you for a 30 yard run for a touchdown. Like it did Dallas. So, you know, lane penetration, lane gap, you know, discipline, that stuff is going to obviously play a factor into this game. But Matt, your thoughts, at least with Kyle Shanahan, we saw at the end of the Dallas game where, you know, he just tried to get a little too sweet with his motion and, you know, he sends, you know, uh, Trent Williams over to the side, gets a false start. Like, you know, you just had a chance just to get a easy QB sneak and win the game, but, you know, cost him on that sense. And we've seen that against the Packers too. Let's not be, let's not uh, forget that he's thrown some weird plays in that you're like, look, man, just do what you do best and just beat us. And then yet he gets a little, you know, a little uh, cute with things, right? Like maybe he had this like vendetta against Dan Quinn. Maybe he has this thing against Matt LaFleur that, you know, clearly they have a beef and he just wants to try to edge you in a little better way just to be like, haha, remember when I did that to you? Like, it just feels like he's just a little too cute. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, he's a smart ass. I mean, he thinks he's, a, <laughs> you know, he thinks he's better than everybody else. You know, the problem is sometimes he's right. Sometimes he calls plays and you're like, holy shit, that was beautiful. And other times he does stuff like you just said. I think the key to this game, though, is going to be tackling. I mean, if we can tackle their running backs, I mean, they're going to run Debo Samuel out of that backfield all day long. You know they're going to do it. 
it's it's going to be about setting the edge, not allowing guys on the outside. And then once you get your hands on on a on a runner or a, a pass catcher, can you get them down? If you can, honestly, if you can do those two things, you're just inherently going to be in the game. And then obviously we can get in the offense a little bit later. But you know, Kyle Shanahan is a guy that's going to want to play from the lead. He's going to want to dictate the run game to the Packers. So someone mentioned in the comments, score early, score often, take them out of that game and force him to have to use Jimmy Garoppolo more to advance the ball down the field. If you're going to get into a run in a, a game where it's primarily on the ground and the score is close, you're down three or seven, whatever, that's where the Niners are going to be their most potent is when they're kind of uh, dealing from that from that end of the field. Um, but but you know what? I have a lot of confidence about the Packers. I mean, I feel like all year long we would go into games like this. You know, I, a couple stick out the Cardinals game. Um, and uh, what's the other one I'm trying to think of? Rams. The Rams game. Everybody was pissing their pants about, oh, there's no way we're going to get creamed. And look how those two games turned out. You know, it was like in the first quarter, I said to you guys that, you know, uh, the, of the Cowboys game and the, the Niners are up, and people were already melting down on Twitter about the thought of having to play the 49ers. I'm like, guys, we're 13 and four. We're 13 and four for a reason. We've withstood some really good teams and come on on the plus side and pretty much all of them. I understand that there's some things the Niners do that don't, the Packers don't necessarily aren't stout against namely the run but that said i'm like we got the mvp on our side we have the uh matt lafleur on our side i mean we everything's going amen for us right brother now. i'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned but have some confidence have some swag to you a little bit i mean throw that one seat around i'm sick of us kind of always kowtowing to everybody else and going oh well you know well we, it's a bad matchup so we'll see what happens no we should be the ones that are that are talking talking all the shit to everybody else so for once why don't we flip it and maybe and just maybe it'll work out for us. I mean, I'm praying it does. But it's like but any I, I, playoff game, we're always like scared. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that's gonna happen? They're gonna lose. We've all had our hearts ripped yeah. out ten times the last fifteen years. So come on, live a little. Fred, your thoughts at least on let's let's just turn it real <clears throat> quick on the defense. This defense has a lot of playmakers, but a pretty average to below average secondary. I mean, it's not anybody that's like, oh damn, let's watch out for Richard Sherman on the outside. Like, you know, like Devonte yeah. and our receivers, you know, should eat. But then let's look at the newly acquired, you know, run game that really wasn't like fully like you know involved in the last matchup. And the fact that this is in the cold weather of Lambeau Field, and you got yes. the Quad Father, and you got Mister Special himself, Aaron Jones. In the you know in the mix as well through the pass game and the run game, your thoughts on their defense? Uh, regardless, I, I just assume Nick Bosa will be back and Fred Warner. Let's just be honest; they're they're, they're Warriors. They're going to play. So, your thoughts on their defense, our offense uh, in this matchup? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, their defense front seven wise is very good. Past the front seven, yeah, they're very very skeptical. Um, and I think we've seen that in the last two matchups that we've had against the 49ers. Uh, early on, I watched the last game uh, earlier today, um, and you just saw a lot of quick passes, quick quick throws to Devonte. They have nobody to even come close to Devonte, and I think you have to utilize that. But I think what else you you also have to do is, like you said, you know, get that run game going. Uh, once you establish the fact that you are better or and or dominating that secondary, don't be afraid to bring them into the box. Then just to you know tackle them in the back, you know, of of, of the field in the sense of you know, uh, attack them, not tackle them, sorry, attack them in the back uh, by, you know, throwing something up deep to MVS, uh, something to Devante, Lazard, who we've seen have, has been playing so much better. It's just, the thing is, is is when you look at this this game, this matchup, you know, we're, we're so focused on basing it on the last four matchups, right? The two games we lost to them versus the two games we won to them and what's different, how we play, did we win by a lot, not. The thing of the truth is, is that this team is so different, right? Like our team yeah. is so different than it was even from the last even matchup, from right? even from week two. Yeah. Yeah. Three, I mean, three, and a lot three, of people three, like, three, oh, yeah. but we get Jair back and it's like, well, Jair was there. So like, don't, yep. don't twist your, your words about it. But the idea of having Rasul, yeah, Zadarius fresh. Rasul is super, uh, he's incredible. Rashawn Gary's playing at a higher level. Our run game is best, better than ever Merciless. before. Um, Lazard is playing better than I've ever seen Lazard play. I mean, there's a lot of factors when I can look at San Francisco and I say, okay, what are they doing different? What are they, do what have they done differently? More Debo. How are they better than before that? More Debo, right? Less Kittle, more Debo. Yeah, that was better crazy. run game, but not still consistent enough to dominate like they did when Raheem Mostert came, you know, like, and so everyone's got to stop comparing to the past and just kind of look at right now 
where are we trending versus where are they trending, right? And I would argue it's it's, it's an easy argument I think to win in the sense of the Packers are vastly more talented at this time than San Francisco. Mix that in with the fact that we lose two and we lose two in uh, San Francisco, but win two in Green Bay. I'm sorry, I apologize. That's not right. Uh, we we, we uh, win two in San Fran, but lose two in San Fran. Never play here. Don't play here in the cold. Never had that factor. Everyone wants to go. Yep. Well, the last time we played, those all those games have been in San Francisco. It's been sunny Cali for Jimmy G to look like a model. Yeah, the last four have been in San Francisco. So we have no idea. We have no idea, and I'm pretty confident. I don't know, but I feel pretty confident that the San Francisco team is going to come into Lambeau, and it's not like they're going to be like, I can adapt to this weather really good. There's no way. I see Garoppolo failing miserably in the car. I can't throw the ball well enough anyway. Give him a rock of a hard ball (laughs) in in a frozen tundra football. Dude ain't doing nothing. Well, let's just – real quick before we get into our predictions and stuff – Let's talk about the the guys coming back. That's obviously the biggest news that we've heard in the last like two weeks is you know Whitney Merciless, Jair Alexander, Zadarius. Obviously, we got Debuck that came back in the Lions game. Josh Myers. You look at uh, I mean everybody coming back. If I missed one, I'm so sorry. Um, but you look at all these guys and coming back at the right time with fresh legs and the fact that they're three all pros that just came back and you know other role players that are just you know key contributors to an offense and a defense that just add more depth to this already like high, you know, functioning machine and real quick, your thoughts guys, at least on, you know, the band back together. It's, it's huge. I mean, we've all been fantasizing about all season long and and now it's kind of coming to fruition here. All your guys coming back at the same time. Frankly, I've never seen anything like it before. Having all these really impactful, some all pro players coming back for your playoff push is pretty cool. You know, when you look at them all, I think each individual one is going to bring their own, you know, additive to the team. I look at that offensive line with getting Myers and Bakhtiari back and that stability it's going to bring. We've kind of struggled a little bit during the year with some of the run blocking. You hope that maybe this can kind of open up a little, a, a few more holes for Aaron Jones to kind of get loose and and get a, uh, uh, you know, Dylan Rumblin, of course. Um, but but yeah, I think that getting obviously on the defensive side with the versatility of having Zadarius back. I, I don't know if, Whit, if, if Whitney Merlis gets a couple of snaps, but having those guys come in to you know relieve Gary and Preston is a hell of a lot more potent than the other two guys that were coming in. So the Garvin and uh, I mean, delay. and then look <laughs> at the, look at the secondary when your top three cornerbacks now go Jair Alexander, uh, you know, Eric, Eric Stokes, Stokes and then Rasul Douglas. I mean, that's a hell of a one, two, three um, across that board there. So this is huge, you know, and looking at the teams that we could face here, all those guys are going to aid things that we need to shore up. So and I forgot I, about Billy a, Turner as well. And Sorry. Billy Turner. So, you know, this is this is huge. And Fred, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts on that are. No, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, you can't – there's no argument to not getting these guys back. I yeah. mean, it's incredible. It's almost it's, – yeah, it's unheard of, right? We had two years prior to this year <clears> where we were very injury-free, right? I've mentioned it yeah. in previous shows where I felt like it was a huge disaster that we didn't win because we were so injury-free. This year, we did have those injuries. We did have those situations, but it seems to all work out, and it seems to have everybody coming back at the right time. So uh, I think it should be huge. I think – uh, you can argue that, you know, Bosa's great, Warner's great, but I would say, our, our, I think I could argue that our front seven is better than theirs, ultimately. Hey, I like where you're going there. Devontae Campbell, first team all pro. I mean, like that. Gary, is... Zadarius, Preston, Clark. That's more talent than San Francisco's got. Crazy. Hey, I, I like where we're going with this. Let's get right into it because here's what everybody waits for. It's the predictions. It's our, and like I said, we will get your uh, winner of the giveaway. So don't go anywhere on that as well. Um, Maddie, what, what do we got here? Because this is the game that everybody's either scared or not so scared. Thank you so much. Iowa Joe seven to zero for all you guys that are still sticking with us because you know, we're awesome. There you go. There's your score update. So now you can, you know, relax. But Maddie Ice, what do you got? Well, my preference for this to be, I, I kind of want it to be like the last game I was at where I didn't have to think about it. The Viking game where it was just over pretty quick, but I know that's not going to be the case. I think that this is going to be ultimately a close game. I mean, I think both teams are really good. I'm obviously uh, very uh, confident in what the Packers can do. 
I still think, you know, it's like I could still see a little bit of a slow start. They get hit in the face. It kind of is their MO. It's almost like it's almost like the game doesn't start until they get punched in the face and then they kind of wake up a little bit. So I could see that happen and go down quick to a you know, maybe a field goal or a touchdown and then kind of dig your feet in. Um, but this is to me, this is going to be an Aaron Rodgers game. I mean, this is going to be uh, an AR-12 you know, slice and dice. I, I know it's going to be a little bit chilly, but the forecast is not calling for, you know, really much wind at all. Um, so that man knows how to throw and spin a ball in the cold. Um, score wise, I got to say, I, I think, I think it's going to be a field goal game. I'm going to go and I'm going to go 27, 24 Packers in the end. Ooh, that's Ooh. awfully close. Be a nail biter. You know, it's, you know, it's coming down to the wire. You know, it's going down to the wire. Frederick. I, that's interesting. I'm, I'm surprised you said that. I I thought for yeah, a little while gotta, too that you gotta like went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been walking around swinging that thing from between your legs yeah, for the last go. couple of days, acting like we're gonna dominate for gosh sakes, and then you come <laughs> you in and say it. a field goal. Um, uh. I would say, yeah. Um, you know what? I've been kind of going back and forth, and um, I think you know. Do it. I think, I think you're Do right. It. I think there's no. I, no, I think you're right. I think it's going to be one of those games where we start off a little slow, we get punched, but we kind of come back. Um, And I do think it will be closer than what I initially want, but I still think, um, I still think we, we, we ultimately, we ultimately win. Of course we do. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go 38 to 30. Okay. There we go. You can use one too. Here you go. Here you go. What do, what, what do you I, think I, someone's going to show up? We're going to win 48 to, to 10. That's I mean, you already had 38. What's the difference? <laughs> Just give us the three extra points. I mean, all right, all right. I mean, I haven't uh, been right yet on it, so I ain't doing it. There <laughs> First off, E, I ain't doing it. All right. I ain't. There, there's no way on this game, at least, and this one, am I ever going to go up against uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy G? I sorry, it's not that it's against their defense. It's our defense against Jimmy G. There's no way in H E double hockey sticks I am gonna bet against the Packers on this one. First off, I would like to say uh standings in the season uh predictions. Sanjay is at uh 13 and 4 at the top of the board as your two little weirdos are 12 and 5 at Matt and 11 and 6 as in Fred. So just to let you know, dun, 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 champion right here in the regular season. We all knew. We all saw it coming. So. All right. What's your prediction? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. All right. I got it right here. 42. Rogers is not going to let something happen in his go. goddamn house and say, oh, you think I'm just going to go last dance and give up or only put up 10 points, 17 points? Oh, Jesus. Okay. And just say, oh, <laughs> this is what we're going to do with Lambo in the what in the cold? In the wet? I'm going to stay right in the cold in Lambo with the wet. fist pump. Three touchdowns from your boy, and I think it's going to be a lot of this right here. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, I think that is happening, and I'm going to say this right now. Right here, score prediction or, you know, scoring prediction, Razul Douglas, pick six. Right here. Call it right now. Dude, I would love it. Please be in the the south end zone, too. Right at me. Yeah, right, right at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. he'll throw you a football because you're so Please. close. Please. <laughs> hey. I think I, I bet I think they're gonna do I think they're gonna have a um I think they'll have a strip sack on Garoppolo, similar to yeah. like they did last last uh play. But I think that Rashawn Gary picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown, electrifies the entire in here? Ideogram. You just woke Bay. up. And everything just goes wild. Hey, and I didn't even give their score forty-two. And I'm gonna give them some credit. I'll give I'll give Jimmy G seventeen points. I think our defense can hold them underneath twenty. Forty-two to seventeen. I hope Bro, if right. that happens, dude, I'm gonna be so jacked, dude. Right? So like jacked. you're just going into the Monday, just like ah. Just anyway, I, I yeah. ain't even going to work on Monday. Thank dude. you so much, everybody uh, that came out to our hour show. Congratulations to Nick Roskams on winning the trivia for the $50 gift card and the two oh, uh, brewery tour passes for Lakefront Brewery. You can take your kid. You can take whoever you want. I don't know, but you get to have it. We'll send you. I don't think I don't think you can take a kid to a brewery tour. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> it looks like he's 15, It is Wisconsin. So. You, you know. <laughs> 
Uh, so much thanks to everybody in the regular season for coming each and every week with us. Uh, you know, we appreciate more than you know. We really want to get you guys uh, another live show maybe at some point uh, down the road. We want to really make that happen. So we'll, we know how much some of the locals love that. So we have a lot for you guys. This crew right here, the three of us, we ain't ever gonna go anywhere, uh, you know, unless some, you know, unless we're dead, I guess. But I, I don't know. But like, oh. we are always, whoa, whoa, whoa sorry. Hey, hey, come on, hey, hey, I'm just saying, like, we're we're here, yeah, we're here, <laughs> lifers, lifers. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy well, the weekend. Hey, what? We'll see you guys for the NFC Championship. We'll yeah, see, see you for the NFC right time next week. With that being said, I'm Sanjay. That's Matt. That's Fred. And hey, as always. Go, go pack, 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 go, go. go. go.